Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, we are back and live inside of the studio. We are coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Today's Thursday, September the 10th of 2020, day 254 of the year, and only, only, only 112 days left to go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. So we got some things going on here today where, let's see, number one, we're back. Sorry that we vanished for such a long period of time. But, you know, it's been one of those crazy weeks. Got some things going on behind the scenes that maybe we'll talk about today or maybe not. Who the hell knows? We never know where the hell we're going to go here. Anyway, so thank you for coming back, taking a listen to what we have going on here on the Rated Ass Safety Show. Now, we are streaming across the multiverse. Of Safety FM. And what do I mean by multiverse? Well, you can come to safetyfm.com. You can come to safetyfm.tv. You can watch us on Twitch, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook. You name it. We got it. We're there some way, shape, or form. So welcome to the multiverse of Safety FM. And also, thank you for the fellow listeners out there in the up north, always paying attention to everything I do. How are you? Paying. I'm glad you're paying very close attention. I really do love it. 
because I know I have you. Oh, sorry. Got sidetracked by something else. Anyway, so let's talk about it real quick. We have been talking about quite a bit about some of the stuff that's actually going on and that's trending inside of the world. So let's start off no different than any other time. Right now, if you pull it up on YouTube, a leopard recently walked through an ebony lodge in Sabi Sands in South Africa while hunting a bush buck. The lodge was full of guests at the time. You can go find the video directly online if you're encouraged to do so. But what we will do now, opposed to just sitting here and staring at each other, because, you know, we can do that from time to time. Let's get you into some feature story news. And let's see if we don't mess that thing up today. So let's go with that. Here is the news on the Royal Bar Safety Show. From feature story news in London, I'm Nina Marepotz with the latest world news. Thousands of Greek migrants are homeless after a fire destroyed a refugee camp that housed 13,000 people on the Greek island of Lesbos. Greece is sending three ships to help house the migrants. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is hoping a mass COVID-19 testing program could be ready by next year in order to help avoid a second national lockdown. The UK Prime Minister is aiming for 10 million people to get tested every day from 2021, with results returned in minutes. But the move is proving controversial. From London, Benji Hire reports. They call it the moonshot. That's the name given to the government's ambitious project to increase coronavirus testing in Britain to such a scale that it'll allow the country to get back to some form of normality. Currently, between 150,000 and 200,000 tests are processed each day. The plan to test 10 million people daily, though, could cost as much as £100 billion or US$130 billion. That would be double the UK defence budget, or two-thirds of what's spent per year on the whole National Health Service. It might be a price worth paying, but experts say the technology simply doesn't yet exist, casting doubts over the feasibility of the programme. Benji Hire, London. A spokesperson for Russian opposition figure Alexei Navalny has dismissed reports that he has made a significant recovery after being poisoned. Navalny woke up from a coma on Monday in a hospital in Berlin. Julia Chapman has more. Alexei Navalny's spokeswoman Kira Yarmish has tweeted that media reports circulating about his health are inaccurate and exaggerated. German magazine Der Spiegel reported that Navalny was speaking again and remembered events leading up to his collapse. Navalny has been weaned off ventilation after emerging from a coma earlier this week, according to German doctors treating him. They say the long-term consequences of his illness are unclear. German officials say the Kremlin critic was poisoned with a nerve agent from the Novichok family of chemical weapons. Russian leaders have denied any responsibility for his illness. Julia Chapman, Moscow. The UK and EU are holding emergency talks in London over legislation which could override parts of the Brexit withdrawal agreement. The UK says it's necessary as a contingency if no trade deal is reached with the EU. But Brussels says trust has been damaged as talks on that trade deal also continue in London. A Brexit transition period concludes at the end of this year, by which time both sides had said they wanted a trade agreement in place. Jessica Sargent of the Institute for Government says the UK is employing a deliberate tactic. Certainly, if you read the text of the bill, uh, the UK government clearly wants uh, people to know that it is uh, willing to break the law in these certain areas. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. 
we at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. You know, I have to tell you, it freaking pisses me off when they do a hard cut like that. (laughs) Because, you know, it just straight up cut out. But anyways, no big deal. No big deal. I'll get over it because I get over a lot of things, a lot of things. Anyways, so let's go into some of the stories and some of the news of what's going on inside of the universe, inside of the different world of safety and inside of the different, you know, this little multiverse of shit that we hang out in every once in a while. So anyways, number one, how are you? How was your Labor Day? And you're like, you're asking me about Labor Day on Thursday and Friday's the end of the week. What the hell's wrong with you? Okay. I took the short week, man. It happens. It happens sometimes. Now, okay. Now let let's get some let's get serious for a moment. Just for a moment, I'll tr- I'll try. Hold on. Let's backtrack. I had some things that I was working on. Um, some studio related items. Uh, I'll put it to you that way. Uh, that's probably about some of the best <laughs> information that I can give you right now. And then we have an event that is coming up at the end of the month. And the event that's taking place at the end of the month, we are doing in association with a group here locally that is being called Safety Day 2020. So we were working out some things to that extent on that particular event. And unfortunately, based on the event, not that the event's unfortunate, but based on doing some of the logistics for that, I was unable to make it um, for here so i apologize about that then some other stuff came up so sorry i was going to give you a late show but then i wasn't sure if that was the way to go about it and there were some other shows that were being planned around that time and i didn't want to interfere um so that was really part of the part of the thing but on the 30th of september we will be having something not here not here you'll have to go to acfs.org ACFSORG, and they're having an event called Safety Day 2020. And they're going to have some speakers there. And it's going to be a pretty big event that's going to give out CEUs for zero. So, zero fee to attend an event that's handing out CEUs for you to come out and hang out with. Multiple speakers covering different genres of things. So, come hang out. It's at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, virtual event. So go to acfs.org, and that will actually get that settled and moving forward. I think there's going to be a lot of great information that's going to be shared during the event. The event is mostly live, and so there will be a chat box, some interactions, blah, 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 all the, you know, the, the standard stuff that you normally get to hear. But the great thing about it is, number one, free, and number two. CEUs, if you're interested in getting those, and they will have the the number of CEUs um, that will be available to you on that particular day. So if you are looking and trying to find the most inexpensive way of getting CEUs for some of the credentialing that you have, because some people, you know, think that, you know, the alphabet soup afterwards is important that is available to you. So more than welcome on coming out and hanging out anyway. So that's, what's going on there. So that's on the 30th. So not sitting here and trying to plug a Rama cause we can do that shit all day and that gets boring real quick. So let's get you into the shit list and let's talk about what's going on inside of the world of Duh. safety in the news. So a dog in Louisiana needed to be rescued after getting stuck on a fence. The pup who was trying to escape his backyard thought it would be comfortable to fit under a wooden barrier but then was sadly mistaken. Firefighters had to be called to rescue the pooch. Aside of being dirty, exhausted, and thirsty, the dog appeared to be unharmed. So there you go. Some 
fun, heartwarming news as we get started off here today. Because I think that that's always important. Because there's a lot of serious shit going on inside of the world right now. You know, it's a lot of things that are taking place. A lot of other things that are, um, one can seem as life changing. Some things that could be same joke lines going on, going around. Some people shaving some beards off. You know, a lot of weird shit going on. So every once in a while, we have to talk about some lighthearted stuff on what's going on out there inside of the world. Anyways, let's continue. Tylenol may make you braver. According to a study published by the Journal of Social Cognitive and Effective Neuroscience, antiphetamine seems to make people feel less negative, <laughs> negative emotions when considered risky activities. They just don't feel scared. One of the studies looked at 189 college students who took a thousand milligrams of amphetamine <laughs> they recommended the dose for a headache or a placebo and looked similar to a tylenol they were then asked to how risky activities could be done such as bungee jumping starting a new career in their mid-30s participating in skydiving classes and walking home in an unsafe area of town while alone at night and being rated on a scale of one to seven those who took the acetaminophen rated those activities as less risky than those with the placebo group. Co-author of the study Baldwin Way suggested the study's findings have impacted in daily lives as many things we do, like driving and involving risky behavior. So there you go. So if you're looking at a lot of weird stuff, there you think about it. Risky behavior may be associated with taking some drogas, my friend. Some drogas. So there you go. Think about that as we do make reference of that. Anyways, let's continue down. So I don't know. Do a lot of people take Tylenol? I know quite a few people that do. I know a lot of people that take the Tylenol that is um, the arthritis style Tylenol. That's supposed to last for like it. It does releases throughout the day. lasts about eight hours. So something to think about there for sure. You know, I don't know. We're, and definitely we're not plugging Tylenol. I'm not saying go take some pot, Tylenol and you won't be so shit afraid of things that you're doing. And no, I didn't take some Tylenol before we started here today. Just in case if you were wondering. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. We have to talk about some things going on inside of the news world. If you haven't heard this, let's talk about it. Dallas Police Chief U. Renee Hall announced her resignation this week amid growing calls for police reform. The news came shortly after inconsistencies were found in the department after action report detailing first few nights of protest after the death of George Floyd. The Dallas Morning News reports that Hall's departure is the latest in a series of police chief resignations in major areas across the country. So as you hear that, what comes to mind right away, because that's something to think about, because here's the deal, buddy. So as you hear this, and we talk more and more about police reform, because that's what we're talking about, and defunding the police, and changing some of those activities that are there, what do you think about? Do you think that this is the correct time, number one, and number two, is it the correct process of doing so? Now, a lot of questions do come to mind as I do reference that, so let's make sure that we're clear here. And I don't know. I can't answer the question. I can't predict the future either. I can't predict 
what's going to happen across the country. I can't predict what people think about. But I asked the question because we are in a very heavy, and I say heavy, political climate at the moment. And a lot of this is going into politics at the moment. So how are you looking at it? How are you thinking about this as we do move forward? I mean, is it a joke? Is it something that's serious? Is it the same joke line as normal? You know, the same joke lines that are boring, repetitive. No matter how much you try to change certain things about it, the same joke line always ends up being the same shit over and over again. I don't know. I look at it and I go, I think that this might be something serious. And when you start doing the same joke lines again and again, it just gets boring. Even if you do version two or version three of it, maybe it's time just to kick it out and really give some consideration all across the board. I don't know. I just sit here and go, "Eh, what the hell am I talking about? Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, a New York man raised as an only child recently discovered that he was actually the eldest of three. Mel Alder was adopted as a baby and never knew his biological parents. Or the fact that he was that he had siblings until his daughters informed him that she was able to find uncle via genetic test provided by 23andMe. Shortly thereafter, Adler learned that he had two biological brothers living in, you you guessed it, Florida. Todd Nielsen and Randy Bartland. Nielsen and Bartland grew up together in Wisconsin and were unaware of their mother had any other children. After speaking with Adler, the three determined their own deceased parents had him before they were married and placed him up for adoption. The three brothers met on Tuesday in Tampa International Airport. There you go. I have to tell you, I don't know if you do any of that ancestry stuff, the 23andMe's of the world, the uh, Ancestry.com stuff, not a plug for sure, but think about it. There's a lot of stuff that people are finding out when it comes to that. I mean, I recently remember a story about 23andMe where there was a world wrestling, what is it, entertainment wrestler. I think he was a world champ at the time, found out that he had some siblings that he did not know about. So I don't know, you know, no hanky panky on the road without people finding out if you're doing that kind of stuff. Now that you'd be doing that shit anyways. So just make sure that we're clear here. Some people might take that and go like, what? What the hell did that dude just say? We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, the top U.S. commander in the Middle East announced Wednesday that 2,200 troops will withdraw from Iraq by the end of the month. Marine General Frank McKenzie said the decision was made in consultation with the government of Iraq. The move means that more than 40% of U.S. troops will exit Iraq over the next three weeks, the U.S. military's officials are expected to announce plans to reduce troops in Afghanistan by about 1,000 members in the coming days. There will be no change on the number of troops in Syria, a senior defense official told Fox News. So as you hear this, and we always are constantly talking about safety, what do you think about when you hear Duh. that? Does that make you feel more safe? Does it make you feel less safe? Does it even matter to you? I mean, you have to understand that what the U.S. military does, 
holy monkeys. I mean, it supplies so many freedoms that we have here. So as you look at it and they say, okay, we're reducing now, what are you thinking about? Like, what comes to mind right away? I mean, I think it's a great idea always on when people can come back home. And do you feel, yes, it is a feelings question or feelings question that, you know, things need to change. So what do you think about as you hear this? Is it ready to go? Is it time to move or not? Think about that for a brief moment as we continue on here on the Rated R Safety Show. Don't Don't go go anywhere. anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Auto and truck accidents are serious, and those responsible should pay. When I take your case, you won't pay me a dime until I win. And that's why Figer Law is unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, you always have to try to be a little bit of something. I don't know what the hell that is sometimes, but let's go ahead and talk about it anyways. Anyways, the reboot of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is on. In a YouTube video, Will Smith announced that the new series Bel Air has been signed for two seasons by the Peacock NBC Universal streaming service. The video shows that Fresh Prince on a virtual call with others, including writer-director Morgan Cooper, whose viral video in 2019 inspired the new series. Cooper's four-minute spec trailer reimagines the comedy starting Smith with that ran roughly between, let's see, 1990 and 96 on NBC as a drama. The original series was made its TV debut. Are you ready for this? 30 years ago. 30 years ago. How crazy is that? So good for Will Smith seeing, you know, a revamp, even though it's called Bel Air. I don't know. I At the time, I was not a huge fan of the show and cannot tell you that I watched it religiously, but I will tell you that when it did make it into syndication, I did watch some of that. Anyways, let's get back into some other news. The New Jersey, New Jersey shook with a 3.1 magnitude earthquake on Wednesday morning. The U S geological survey reports residents expressed their shock on social media over the rare occurrence. No damage or injuries have been reported. I have to tell you, we've been talking about it. I swear for months now, There seems to be more and more earthquakes going on. And it's just crazy the amount of earthquakes that are taking place. By the way, talking about some crazy stuff going on. By now, I'm sure you've heard about the fires that are taking place in Cali. Have you seen some of the pictures that are out there in in regards to it? It is amazing just looking at some of the stuff. It's amazing taking a look and realizing how much it looks like they're coming from freaking Mars with some of the pictures. I don't know what the hell is going on besides the wildfires. Now, I will tell you, there are some people that I follow um, regarded in the solar side of the of the world. You know, that they like to talk about solar panels. Yeah, I know that's really nerdy. But yeah, that's kind of what I get into sometimes. Duh. And some people were even going as far as bitching that their solar panels wasn't working because of the fires. Like, really? Like, that's the main concern? There's these giant freaking fires out there. I almost said something else. Um, freaking fires going on, and your main complaint is that your solar panels aren't working? Like, I don't get it. I mean, I, I, I don't. I just don't get it. Sometimes I just get worried that we get hung up on some really, 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 really. Did I say really, really strange things? 
Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Pedro Basile saying that it looks like a scene from Total Recall. That's exactly what came to mind. But I'm talking about like the good version, the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, not the other one with uh, what the hell was that guy? Oh, my God. I can't remember the guy's name. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. I didn't love that version. I don't know why. But I still I still recap from time to time. I do go back and watch the Arnold version. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just do. The International Transport Worker Federation and Seasaver Union estimated that about some 300,000 crew members are stranded on ships, many since February, as cities refuse to let them dock due to the coronavirus. Guy Platon, Secretary General of the International Chamber of Shipping, stated that if governments do not act quickly and decisively to the fact that transfers of crews ease restrictions around air travel, we may face very real situation in the slowdown of global trade. Another concern is stress and exhaustion that will lead to accidents, perhaps disastrous ones, as sea savers are forced to extend their contracts to stay afloat. Now, I will tell you, I have a lot of relatives, I have quite a few relatives, that are in the sea, the the maritime industry, and get to do that stuff. And I have had conversations after conversations, and that's not why I curse like 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 a sailor, just in case, um... Related to issues about them not being able to dock in certain areas, in certain countries, saying they can't dock at all, or they'll have to go into fly to another country to fly in through another country to get to the country they're trying to get to just to be able to dock. It's a big horseshit move on what's actually going on with some of that stuff. It's kind of crazy. Now, I'll tell you that I've spoken to everything from ship engineers to speaking to boat captains to speaking to line cooks. So just to kind of give you some of the analogy of the different positions that I'm actually talking to and talking about. So it's kind of interesting just hearing some of that. Now, as you hear this and you notice some of the impact that it can have across the world, you as the safety, what do you think about it right away in regards of, you know, fatigue? And let's just be realistic. If you have planned that you're going to be out on a ship for three months and all of a sudden some shit turns around and they tell you that you're going to be there for six. Well, don't get me wrong. Money's always good. But normally how it works is you have this many hours on this many hours off. So let's just use hypothetical scenarios real quick. So let's say, for instance, you're doing 12-12. So you're 12 on, 12 off. Some of them do higher. And that's how your rates developed. And that's how all that shit's based. How's that going to work for you? Because, yeah, you might work for three months and then be off for another three months and then come back for another three months. And, yeah, okay, let's say, yeah, you're working six months out of the year. But if you're doing 12s, you're doing a week and a half compared to most people that normally do 40 hours. And I'm just using that as an example. I don't want to get crucified. So how does this work for you mentally? I mean, from a money aspect, yeah, that's great. But what the hell's going back? Let's say, for instance, you have a family at home. And let's use the example that you have a young family at home. How the hell does that work inside of your mind? So the amount and level of fatigue that can occur is not easy. It's not an easy one for sure. So what do you think about that? Now, and how do you think that plays on the mind? Like realistically. And have you ever seen some of the stuff? that happens on a ship are you familiar with it 
Maybe I can do this. I have a video somewhere tucked away where I have directly from a ship on how you can see how crazy some of the water is as you're out and about and doing the different things out there. So maybe that's something we should talk about, something we should take a look at together. Maybe we can do that tomorrow. I don't know. No, 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 no. Maybe not tomorrow. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. And now I'll try not to forget because <laughs> I do have a bad habit of doing that when it comes to certain things. So just remember that AstraZeneca will put an experimental coronavirus vaccine study on hold in America after participants in the UK face serious adverse reaction. A spokesperson said that the pause is a routine action which has happened whenever there is a potential unexplained illness, illness in one or more trials. What the? F- yeah, you heard me there. A while an invest- <laughs> investigated in sharing, we maintain the integrity of the trials. The suspected adverse reaction happened about phase two, two out of three of the trial. According to the report, the suspected serious adverse reaction includes symptoms that required hospital t- hospitalization, life-threatening illness, and even death. The phase one, two, or half, however the hell you want to look at it, of the study published in July reported that about 60% of 1,000 participants experience side effects. So what do you think when you hear this? Because we talked about some of these vaccines as they were actually coming out. And I'm talking about the trials, so let's just make sure. Duh. So when you hear this, does this cause you to want to volunteer to speed up the process? And I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago at this point. I think it was a couple weeks ago. I mean, life seems to be like an eternity lately. Um, We were talking about that at the end of some of these ads, because we know we're going to have ads for the vaccine. How long is that shit going to be? It's going to be like the following vaccine can cause. (laughs) But it can make you healthy in the long run. I mean, realistically, think about some of these other ones that are out there. I'm not going to go brand specific, but there's some of these ads that come out that it is a 10, 15 seconds read of all this shit that can happen to you, but your hair will grow. I mean, think about it. I'm not saying anything off the cuff. I'm not saying anything that's not true. I'm not saying anything that you haven't heard before. But for sure, it's something you have to think about. Are the risks going to be worth the reward? Or do you look at it and you go, Jay, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but anything that's going to get me out of this lockdown scenario, I'm willing to take a risk on doing. Because as of right now, I'm sick and tired of being locked up. Duh. And I can understand that to an extent. But what the hell are the risks going to be, my friend? I don't know. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. But... What the hell do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Oh, well, you know how it goes there for sure, for sure, for sure. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about what's going on in some of the world of music. I'm going to jump around quite a bit here today, so don't worry. Not physically jump, because that's just not what I do, especially not on video. Anyway, let's talk about it real quick. Billie Eilish has teamed up with Fender on her signature ukulele. Yeah, I did say ukulele. 
So she'll do a signature ukulele right there real quick. They'll be readily available. The body features her signature blush logo. The slick concert size four stringer is selling for roughly about $299 and is stage ready, according to the release from the manufacturer. So I don't know. I, I really, me personally, I really love some of the Billie Eilish music that's out there. I really think that she moves people with some of her lyrics. So definitely something to think about. Is that something that you'd be interested in getting? Will you be a ukulele purchaser and moving forward with some of that stuff? I don't know. Something to think about for sure, because there's a lot of things there. Definitely a lot of things. You know what I love when somebody tries to call me in the middle of the show? And then they email me directly saying that they just tried to call me. Well, no shit, dude. I'm not going to answer the phone. I'm in the middle of a show. That's what happens. Yeah, very unprofessional bringing my phone inside of here. Anyways, let's continue. After three consecutive days of steep losses, markets turned sharply positive on Wednesday. The Dow, NASDAQ, and S&P all pushed higher. Technology stock rebounded with Microsoft Corp, Apple, and Salesforce.com leading the charge with gaining around 4%. U.S. trade shares of AstraZeneca fell about 2% after announcing that they were pausing the late stages of the coronavirus trial because we were, well, you know, we already talked about it. Tesla recovered about 10% after plunging 21% during Tuesday's session. Didn't they? I, I had read a news story somewhere where I had read that um, Elon Musk had lost about $16.3 billion with a B of his personal fortune because of that. So I don't know. Interesting stuff for sure. As we do briefly talk about it. Okay, let's get back. Let's get cracking. Let's get cracking real quick. I did say cracking. Breakfast for dinner is something considered a treat. It's also sometimes a meal of last resort for busy parents who are dealing with either a shortage of time or a shortage of grocery. But now a doctor is saying that it's a concept that we should be considering for better sleep. Yeah, I did say that. Dr. Uma Nadu. MD, who referred to herself as a nutritional psychiatrist and her and has written a book, there <laughs> the is brain of food. Yeah, the is your brain of food. You heard me correctly. Yeah, I did not pronounce mispronounce that title. That's definitely what it's called. Doesn't suggest firing up the griddle and pancakes or smashing avocado on toast. She suggests having an omelet at night. Why? Because eggs are naturally shock, shockful. A melatonin hormone produced naturally by a body of essentials the sleep. And according to research, the hormone can help you fall asleep faster and longer. And might even enhance REM. And I'm not talking about the band. Your REM sleep. Eggs also contain aminos, acids, and have been shown to help improve sleep quality. And there's always why you should eat those eggs in the form of an omelet. Veggies like asparagus and broccoli are also rich in melatonin. Okay, I believe in science, but I'm still not sold on having eggs as a bedtime snack. You should also eat whatever sales guys eat for lunch. It's also what it is. But he also face down, you know, your desk at 2 o'clock is an easy thing to do if you fall asleep. Also, I will tell you that, you know, if you use the general translation of eggs and translated in Spanish, I'm sure a lot of people would like for you to have eggs before you go to sleep there. If you don't know that one, you might want to look that one a little bit up for sure. 
bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's jump around, around and around and around, and let's talk about some main stories. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so I got some bad news for the California people. So here we go. Halloween has been banned. Yeah, I said banned. Can I say it one more time? Banned in Los Angeles County this year due to the coronavirus crisis. The Los Angeles County Department of Public Health announced a ban on door-to-door trick-or-treating, carnivals, festivals, live events, and haunted houses. Adults are also being banned from Halloween gathering or parties with non-household members, even when they are held outdoors. Officials cited that a series of safe activities residents can partake in, such as online costume or pumpkin carving, <laughs> dressing up homes and yards with Halloween-themed decorations, as well as car parades that comply with general public guidance. So, as you have seen throughout the world and throughout the different things that do take place, do you think or believe that other places will follow when it comes to that? Now, I don't know if you celebrate Halloween, and I know that some of my religious friends do not. They celebrate a hallelujah party or something along those lines. But do you look at this and go, well, it doesn't have the same value that you normally would have? Now, I'll use a perfect example like here. Um, if you do go to the, the, the house of the mouse, they normally do have Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. That's been canceled this year. Halloween Horror Nights, which is a must-go-to event if you're in the Florida area, especially in Orlando. That's been canceled this year. And only very few areas are doing so, or doing the, the theme park aspect of it. So now we hear that the city of Los Angeles, it's canceling Halloween, with the exception of the virtual version. So how many other cities will follow? Now, do you partake in Halloween? And if you do, are you canceling it? Are you putting the X, the shish kebab, the block, you know, that kind of stuff? I'm just asking to ask the question. Because here's the thing. Risk versus reward, reward versus risk, you know, all that kind of fun stuff that we normally talk about. Do you think that it's worth the risk of potentially... And I do say potentially going out there and having a problem. Or do you look at the other aspect of it and go, eh, it's all hocus pocus and it's a bunch of bullshit. I don't know. I ask the questions and yeah, sometimes you do answer. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you even call in when I ask you to. And that's kind of fine. But I look at it and I go, what do you think about this whole thing? Is this something that you're going to partake in right now? If in the area that you're in, Halloween hasn't been canceled, will you consider not going? Or do you look at it and go, no way, I'm still doing what I got to do because I like it. I mean, a lot of things to think about for sure. I don't want to sit here and go, Halloween's terrible because it's not. It's a very fun time of the year. One of my favorite holidays until, you know, somebody screwed it up for me, but that's a whole other story. Um... So how do you look at it? Or do you say, I'm just going to sit at home and watch a lot of horror movies 
And we'll just go from there because that might be the easiest thing to adjust to. So think about it for a hot moment and think some more and think some more. Do what you think is right to do. We always talk about that because I think that that's the important part. You have to do what works inside of your world. I mean, if the concern is people are not going to have masks on, it is Halloween. So, you know, people are wearing shitty masks. I mean, they're wearing masks all the time during that time frame. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, in case you have not heard, Alec Baldwin is a dad again. The actor and wife of Halargia gave birth to the couple's fifth child, a baby boy, earlier this week. The couple has already parents for three sons and a daughter, while Alec also has another daughter who's 24. The little one's name was not shared. So there you go. Congratulations to Alec Baldwin and his wife. How old is he? Somebody tell me that. Siri, how old is Alec Baldwin? Alec Baldwin is 62 years old. Wow, 62 with a new baby. And I thought I was old when it came to new babies. Anyway, it's not the whole other story. Anyways, let's talk about, we already mentioned birthdays, so let's continue. Singing happy birthday may be a good timing for how long you should be washing your hands, but new study reveals that it also could spread coronavirus-infected droplets. Researchers at Lund University in Sweden studied the number of particles emitted when we sing and their impact that spreads of COVID-19. They found that singing par- particles loud and constantly rich singing found that songs like Happy Birthday spreads a lot of droplets into the surrounding air. And it was also found that the songs with a lot of consonants are particularly risky to sing as they push more droplets if singers wear a mask in the venues but practice social distancing, implementing good ventilation. Then the risk from singing can be reduced. Sorry to be a party pooper. That's for sure. I, <laughs> I'm guessing that birthday kiss is out of the question then. Oh, so do you still blow out the candles? I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm just asking the question. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about some funny tweets that I have found so far this week as I've been doing some of the research. Anyone else rip their mask off when they get into the car like they've just finished a disappointing surgery like they do on Grey's Anatomy? (laughs) I'm like a chicken nugget, tough outside, self on the inside, and I hit <laughs> with the children, often found at Costco. Imagine having the confidence of the people who kept reopening Jurassic Park like, LOL, don't worry, I'm sure I'll be fine this time. Maybe they were part of Action Park. Okay, maybe I shouldn't have said that shit. Hold on. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, let's continue. I don't want to exercise. I want to have to be exercised. I never had a gender reveal party, so just letting y'all know, I had a girl 25 years ago and we accept cash. Did you know that there's a list of ingredients on baby wipes? Yeah, I went to the bathroom without my phone again. Good morning, one, good morning to everyone except the kid that woke up at 4.15 a.m. 
to proudly tell me that he almost used his teeth to remove a hangnail on his toe, but used the nail clipper instead. The only one thing more embarrassing than my browser history is my calculator history. Think about that one for a brief moment. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so here you go. If you if you plan <laughs> if your plans is look your best in time for the holiday season, now is the time to start. According to the National Heart and Lung and Blood Institute and the Centers of Disease Control, as well as many other leading experts, those who lose weight gradually and steady, one to two pounds per week, will be more successful in achieving lifelong weight maintenance the ones who the one to two pounds lost per week translate to about 12 to 24 pounds or 5.4 to 10.8 kilograms over the span of three months that was according to yahoo so go ahead and look that bad boy up if you're interested in doing so that way you can get ready for the holidays because i think that that's important anyways let's continue down the patrachia and let's talk a little bit about the swamp 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 so here we go let's talk about what's going on in the swampland joe biden leads in battleground state wisconsin and continues to shrink in august he led president trump 49 to 44 now the gap has slimmed by just four points Okay, so it was five. Now it went to four. I guess that really is a slimming. Um, that leads within a margin of error. The director of the poll, which was conducted by Marquette University Law School, says that the data was before civil unrest of the Kenosha, Wisconsin, suggesting that President Trump law and order message could be effective in pulling the fence, sitting voters on his side. Worth noting, the same, the same poll conducted the same time in 2016 showed that Hillary Clinton edging President Trump by two points. Trump ultimately carried Wisconsin by the margin of 0.7. So there you go. Eric Kiaus will not reopen her salon. The same salon that Nancy Pelosi illegally visited during the lockdown orders was spotted on camera not wearing a mask despite calling doing so a moral imperative. Imperative publicly. Kiaus says that she received a litany of negative Yelp reviews and received death threats and threats to burn down her business. Erica told Tucker Carlson on Fox News on Wednesday, on Wednesday night, better saying, that she fears for the safety that she should ever return to San Francisco. So there you go. That's a lot of things going on on that neck of the woods. Let's continue. Drumming up support of his base heading into the election, President Trump announced that his shortlist of picks for the Supreme Court, assuming vacancy in his second term, notable names, Senator Ted Cruz, Tom Cotton, and Josh and Josh Hotley. The rest are the names that you that you'd have to be super political nerd to recognize. So there you go. Experts of longtime journalist Bob Woodward's new book, President Trump, dropped Wednesday, giving a preview of the themes in Come in Rage. The book can't totally be considered a hatchet job. Trump personally um Talked to Woodward in 18 interviews between December and July, although certain items are confirmed by anonymous sources. And I will tell you, this thing is super ass long, and we are not covering all of that because I just don't give a shit about the politic world and about book reviews about politics. There you go. Let's continue. Anyway, so let's talk about the lottery um, of what occurred there. No winner for Tuesday night's Make a Million Drawing. Friday's drawing will be for a $108 million jackpot or a $86 million cash payout. Good luck to you. 
if you're into playing that kind of stuff. Because I always think that that's important if you're interested in doing so. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. It's never sarcastic. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's talk about some bullshit facts real quick. Yep, that's what I said. You heard me. Here's some whack facts for you. More than half of Oscar-winning movies were adapted from books. Homing pigeons can't find their way home if a magnet is tied to their neck. Chimps can play rock, paper, scissors at the same level as a four-year-old human. Typically, people eat about 35% more when dining with others than eating alone. It is possible to become a psychologically addicted to feeling angry. There comes the birth of the Rated R Safety Show. About 10% of people are left-handed, but about 20% of people are left-footed. There you go. Something to think about there. Think about that the next time you're walking. Here we go. I'm going to give you some signs you've gone to a bad chiropractor because this is something that we've been talking about, about ergonomics recently. So let's talk about some bad chiropractors. The office furniture is made of an old vertebrae. There is a two-drink minimum. He rushes in late to your appointment still wearing his McDonald's uniform. Ask you, what joint <laughs> like this? Oh, my God. Which joints like this are doing? Are, oh, my God. What joints like this are affecting a girl like you? Over and over, you hear the crotching sound of followed by, uh-oh. Tries to perform an adjustment on your wallet. At the end of the session, he lies down on the table and says, okay, your turn. Now, when you walk, make <laughs> make sure you quack like a duck. Oh, my God. Some things to think about for sure. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about some news going on in show business. ABC is developing a back a black-ish spinoff called Oldish. The show will star Lawrence Fishburne and Jennifer Lewis and as Earl Pops, Johnson and Ruby Johnson, parents of Anthony Anderson, backlash character Drew Johnson, according to Variety Reports. So there you go. Something, if you're interested in finding that out, that will be shortly available to you, just in case. Talked about already our good old friend Will Smith, but let's talk about as an appeal court shot down that R. Kelly laid its bid for freedom on Tuesday. The three-judge panel wrote that they perceived no clear error in the district's court's determination, and they also believe that Kelly's president is a risk and danger to the community and that he's a flight risk. Kelly's attorney filed for an appeal after Judge Donnelly denied more than three bail applications in his Brooklyn sex trafficking case. So there you go. That's what's going on there. Let's continue on. Continue on. Zach Efron is looking for a home in Australia. The 32-year-old actor is currently renting house minutes from the beach in Byron Bay, but may be looking for something more permanent, according to a source with people. Efron, who would join his a list of other celebrities that call Byron Bay in home, such as Chris and Liam Helmsworth. So there you go. There you go. I see a lot of people traveling that direction. They're so enticed to do so. Something to think about for sure there. Anyways, Ron Rivera missed Washington's first game week of practice to begin treatment on, uh, 
for a form of skin cancer. So Jack Del Rio stepped in. Del Rio told ESPN that he that he he carried on the nor will carry on as normal. It was pretty much business as usual. Rivera did not want to, his diagnosis or treatment to interfere with the team, so he prepared his defensive coordinator to step up and begin with the team's preparation for season opener on Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles. The team's expect expects that Rivera's back by the end of this week. So good luck and hopefully everything goes well there and that neck of the woods. Anyways, let's continue, continue, continue real quick on what is going on. Ah, here we go. Today's slice of BS. Let's slice of bullshit for you. There you go. Target plans to add a fully stocked bar to their Fargo, North Dakota store, which is good because there's one thing that is clearly missing from Target, and that's all the Black Friday brawls in excessive of drunkenness. I've been to I've been to Fargo. Not so long ago. It's a nice place. One of the only places I've been to that did not have shipped to be able to deliver stuff to you. I mean, that's that's different. Anyways, to continue, the NFL season gets underway tonight. I've already know my team's going to suck. They spent only, you know, they spent their only draft pick on Miller Genuine. Don't worry about that. Ignore that one. Arizona might be on the cusp of a major teacher strike. Fortunately, kids can brush up on their long subtraction skills by calculating the number of games the Diamondbacks are on at first. Rough. That's rough. On NBC September 28th, Jane Lynch will host the revival of The Weakest Link. NBC's hoping that this is a big smash hit so they can replace it with Jimmy Fallon. You, you have noticed that a lot of shows there actually do go that direction. I'm just throwing it out there. Fact of the day, according to the largest study ever done on marijuana smoking, it's once or twice a week is not bad for your lungs. However, eating overpriced crap pizza six days a week does have some side effects. So marijuana is not bad according to what the study says, but eating that shit food on the side can have a huge effect on you. There you go. Something to think about for sure. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about some things that happened on this day. Back in the day. Back in 2002, Switzerland joins the United Nations to little pomp or circumstance. It has since maintained its status as a neutral country. So there you go. Let's talk about some birthdays today, because I think that might be important for some of us. You want to celebrate? So here you go. Elsie, pop singer, turns 22 today. Josh Balls, pianist, turns 31. Ryan Phillippe, movie actor, Cruel Intentions, 46. Big Daddy Kane turns 52. Guy Ritchie turns 52. Colin Firth turns, he's an actor, he turns 60. Chris Columbus, film director of Mrs. Doubtfire and Home Alone, turns 62. And Joe Perry, yeah, from that American music band, you might have heard of them, eh, something called Aerosmith. Yeah, he turned 70 today. So there you go. That's a lot of stuff going on on that neck of the woods. Anyways, let me tell you something real quick. In case you did not know this, this is Suicide Prevention Week. So if you are running and having thoughts of suicide and depression and not sure what to do, you can contact some of my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They are readily available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 
273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. Let me explain to you that currently they are unable to accept text messages. So you'll have to call the phone number if you want to talk to someone. If you want to do something via text messaging or messaging altogether, you can go to the suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That's suicidepreventionlifeline.org. And they have information readily available where they can interact with you right there. Also, there's another website you can go to, and that's to write love on her arms.com. That's to write love on her arms.com. If you go there, they are they have a plethora of resources readily available that you can actually go over the information right there with them. And there will be resources that are available and different things that can be talked about and different things that are, might be potentially available in your area. So something to think about if you're interested in doing so for sure. So I want you just to go ahead and go to the website. If you're running into any kind of issues, they will be able to help you right away on the number. So just go ahead and do that on the website, better saying not on the number. Another thing that we talk about pretty frequently, and that's if you've ever wondered what happens after you hear about an Amber Alert, you can go to missingkids.org. This is about children that are missing or that are being exploited. Go to the website. You can find out more about what they have available in the general area. That is missingkids.org. They have a plethora of information right there on their website and information that you might be interested. So if you go right there to their website, they just have all kinds of info available. Currently, they're asking for people to donate. They're unable to accept new people to help out because of the pandemic. But if you can help financially, we do ask that you are able to do so on that particular website. And I know that it will be something that will be beneficial all across the board there. So just in case for that particular information. Also, last week, we talked about this relatively quickly. I want to bring it up one more time. We did hear you, so we are bringing it. We heard and we are coming. SafetyFM.UK. I'll have more information for you next week of exactly what's going on and what shows are going to be part of. So if you're interested in finding out more, currently you can go to SafetyFM.UK for a little bit more information, not much more than what I just told you. But we'll have some more information about the shows that are going to be available, and that will be next week that I will let you know some more information. You'll see that dropping relatively quickly here. Anyways, a lot of stuff going on there, and I think it's going to be some fun times when I start showing you some of the stuff that's going on on that back end side of what's happening there. Anyways, let's talk about some different things here. Let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today if you're interested in doing so. So let's go through that list. Blame it on Large Hadron Culture Day. International Creepy Boston Dynamic Robotics Horse Day. International Makeup Day. National Hot Dog Day. Are you okay day? So be it day. TV dinner day. National swap ideas day. And of course, as we already talked about, World Suicide Prevention Day. Keep in mind that they do celebrate the week all overall, but today is a particular day that it is being mentioned. So the next time you're on a phone call and don't know where to start, how about you start with this one? What's the most expensive mistake you've ever made? That's a good conversation starter for a phone call. Random joke of the day for today, something you can use. I'm officially done with 2020. Going forward, I'll be writing 2021 on all my checks. Some things to think about while you're at the water cooler, because this is always important. 
This was developed back in 1939, but did not become readily available in grocery stores until 1990. What is it? Believe it or not, it's seedless watermelons. So there you go. So let me talk to you real quick about a couple other things real quick coming up. We did already mention about the event that we have going on on the 30th of September, but let's talk about the event that we have going on with Candace Horbachs. I have an event coming up on the 18th of September at 6 p.m. Eastern time. That is on Friday, September the 18th. Candace Horbachs will be doing a Ask Me Anything session. You can come out to the website, safetyfm.io, for more information. It is a free event for you to partake in, and that is an Ask Me Anything based on whatever you want to ask Candace Horbachs, a relationship expert that will be able to answer the majority of your questions. So if you're interested in doing so, come out to the website, safetyfm.io, for more information and to sign up for your free ticket. So there you go. There's some information today. Now, I want to leave you with this. If you can think about anything for the rest of the day, Think about this one. You can't use up creativity. The more you the more you use, the more you have. That's something to think about. Oh, and that goes out to all the people that use my show as show notes. Think about that too. You can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more creative you have. Not my show notes because, you know, don't have to copy everything I do. Anyway, so thank you for the time today. You are always the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. You have been listening to the smart-ass show known as the Rated-R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.